What's up, you guys? Uh, it is not your average fangirls. I'm not going to do the regular intro because that's not what today is. Today, Woo. everybody, we're talking about something special. So, a man so special, he needed his own episode. And if you don't know who that man is, then you know nothing about us because that man is Kim Namjoon. We are here to talk about Indigo, everybody. Woo! What the legend? Kim Namjoon. <laughs> doing a whole episode on Kim Namjoon, yes. And you know what's even more special is that this is our 200th episode, everybody. Yay! Oh my God. Congratulations, Namjoon. Congratulations for being our 200th episode. Can you believe we put 200th <laughs> episode? Can y'all believe we stay committed? Like, this Dang. is like our longest relationship with anything ever ever <laughs> never ever in my life last <laughs> year so uh so yeah so thank you everybody for joining us in this journey and um being there for our chaos our our good moments our sad moments all the craziness of k-pop and we made it to 200 damn wow that doesn't even feel real i remember just like yesterday freaking out about making all of our 100 episode things <laughs> now here we are 100 episodes that's funny because i don't remember that at all i blacked out <laughs> but we are here today obviously like i said we're gonna talk about indigo it is this all all four of us are here <laughs> Yeah, we're all here, everybody. It's been a rough. It's time. been a rough year. <laughs> we're all here. It's yeah. a great time. We're gonna talk about the beauty that is Indigo. We're probably gonna sidetrack and talk about the beauty that is just Kim Namjoon in general. So you know, you're yes. in for a ride. This episode, we're you know, in our heads, we're like, oh, maybe thirty minutes, probably an hour and a half. Who know? You know Who what? We're <laughs> we're just gonna go with it. Um, I thought you were gonna say this episode is sponsored by. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What? Yeah, so this episode is definitely sponsored by Kim Nam June. Kim Nam June. <laughs> Kim Nam June. Not Kim Nam June. Kim Nam June. <laughs> RM, a beat rap monster. That's who. <laughs> oh my god. He would kill me if he heard that and be like, "This bitch just call me that." Nah. Cancel us me But if you guys listen to our Got Seven <laughs> episode, maybe we'll do it a bit like that format wise. So. Let's talk yeah, about I wasn't there for that, so I don't know what happened. Well, then it's just going to be a there? surprise for you. I no, was not there. You weren't there. <laughs> I mean, it's no, we, were, we were not there. Um, <laughs> You're right. But um, oh, so first, I would like to ask a question. Hey, guys, it's Kat. It's me to my co to my co-host. I was going to say co-stars. You know what? We are stars. <laughs> yeah, we are stars. Definitely. Uh, to my co-host, I would like to ask a question. Did you all expect the sound that Namjoon put out with Indigo. Was it expected? Were you guys thinking he's going to do a bunch of collabs or were you guys thinking he's going to do a bunch of like just him or were you guys like thinking it was going to be hard rap style? Did we expect it? No uh, and yes. <laughs> I expected some collabs, not a whole Erica Badu, but <laughs> some collabs. And no, I didn't think it would be hard at all, just by the the name of it mm-hmm. and just like the direction he's yeah. been going lately. I didn't think it was gonna be like. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I also okay. The what I was expecting was inspirational make me really feel my feels about life and question the universe. I expected that. But what I did not expect 
was the amount of it. <laughs> yeah, like for me, it's the same. It was like yes and no. I expected mm-hmm. the same type of sound like Mono. Mm-hmm. I think he was going for more of that. And also like we've seen more of Namjoon, like as Kim Namjoon, like just like the nature loving and like all that stuff. So I was like, he's going to go for like a softer side. But I feel I felt like he the lyrics were still going to hit. Did I expect this many collabs? And with these type of names? No, I was literally not expecting that when I saw these like collab names. I was like, what? Like, this man crazy. I also didn't expect him talking shit. Like, I loved it. <laughs> that too. So That was a pleasant but yeah. surprise. But yes, Kat, what about you? Um, I... You know, the thing with BTS in general is I never know what to expect. And I feel like that's like my favorite part about being a army. Mm -hmm. I never know what to expect music wise, because had you told me that Hobie was going to make an album like he did for Jack in the Box, I wouldn't have believed you. Right. So, yeah, such a good album. Such a good album. Give it up for Hobie. Yes. (laughs) So I feel like no matter what Namjoon would have put out, I'd have been like, oh, so good. But Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) the fact that he went into this direction, I wasn't so much surprised as I was. I don't know how to explain it. I wasn't surprised, but I was like... I was comfortable with it. I was put at ease. Yeah. Because one thing Namjoon's going to do is he ain't never going to change. He's going to be the same man he was the whole time. And, you know, it's a very big leap from the artist he is now to the underground rap artist he was before, you know, expensive girl, you know. Uh, Rap monster. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Expensive girl era. Uh, But I think because of, you know, the man he's become, I definitely don't think it was surprising that this is kind of what he made like er- Terika said like I did not expect the features to be <laughs> Erica Badu mm-hmm. and like Anderson Pack and like all these Same. artists I have some cheese man about that like good cheese man about that um <laughs> so I didn't definitely I definitely didn't expect Erica Badu like I didn't not in my wildest fucking Uh-oh. dreams okay I lied I'm gonna tell y'all okay so funny story <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we're mentioning Erica Badu. Well, the first song in the album is Yoon with Erica Badu, uh. so we might as well just talk about it. And then Cynthia has some tea about it. So what did he? What what she say? I know that she did a bunch <laughs> of research tea, for but, it. Yeah, I know that she like immersed herself in it and would message him like once a month, like how's it going? Like are you yeah. okay? Yeah. Well, it's just. It's not tea, but it's just funny how he... So Namjoon was like, okay. He was so scared because he was just like, why would she be on the song with me? And so he made like a whole presentation about the song, basically. Like he like explained the meaning behind it about like his one of his favorite painters from Korea and the meaning of the song and like the quotes and the... Uh, and the diary entries from the painter that inspired the song. And so he like went, like he did a whole essay and sent it off to her to ask if she would like be in the song with him. <laughs> and I just thought that was so cute. I saw that and I thought that that was so cute. That's like so he adorable. literally was just like, I have to give her a reason. Like, you know, cause she's Erica Badu. Like I yeah. have to give her a reason. <laughs> like <laughs> here's my and essay. Manifesting it for himself. I love that. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah. But I, I love that. So I, uh, but yeah, so starting with this song, honestly, what a way to start this album. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that not only is he giving homage to, like, his favorite artists, but also, like, just a good such a great message of kind of like being i want to be again he said i want to be a human first and just live my life yeah i feel like them together was insane because when 
you know, it got announced that she was going to be on the, the record. Like, so many things went in my head of what it was going to sound <laughs> like, right? Because, like, uh-huh. Erica Badu was, like, she's fucking Erica Badu. She's, like, the queen of soul. She's, like, this all-encompassing like the like meditation like she is the like top right of all of this so like when I was thinking about it you know I was like how how will they work together right because Namjoon's voice is beautiful like he's a great rapper and he can do very heavy things and he can do very soft like pretty things mm-hmm. and he's proven both but i thought damn how is he gonna sound with like a soul like a western mm-hmm. soul artist right so it was really surprising to me how well they work together and i feel like i've never heard namjoon like he is in this song so i feel like he went into it wanting to match his style to hers like he didn't go into it like with it like him as namjoon like this is like me and then her match his style I feel like it was the opposite which I kind of liked in the sense that I don't know his flow in this was different from what I'd heard previously from anything that he's done so Mm -hmm. it was really pretty in that sense and the rhythmics and like the song in general like the beat and the like the bass everything was very like it was like very soothing yeah Yeah, soothing comforting yeah like it was like such a chill like song but the the lyrics were just so powerful at the same time you're just like yeah i'm chilling but then the lyrics are just like you know be your own self like you know fuck the whole like whatever other people think and you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and they also do this like a very her verse well i guess the chorus her choruses were very like modern like r&b soul like girlies are doing right now with like the reverb and the echo like janae echo and stuff like that that very like reverby cool like echo Mm -hmm. right and so it was really cool to kind of see him collaborate with someone that does that type of music because you know we don't when they're like a member of bts they they're collaborating with the other members right it's all it's a constant collaboration but we when we get to have them collaborate with like different artists it's so cool to see just how incredible like we know they're talented but just how talented they are in the aspect that like they can fit with anyone and that's so hard to do as an artist um so it was really pretty i was very surprised because i won't lie to you when i first read it I was like I don't know how this is gonna work I don't feel like not that I was saying it wouldn't work but I was like I just don't like I don't see it you couldn't like imagine yeah I didn't see a song it would be right a happy medium and like their types of styles so it was really cool to like hear it one of my favorite songs on the album nice 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 top notch top notch yeah (laughs) um I really liked when Nanjo was uh talking about the presentation that he was sending to her to get her to collab on the album and he was like i really wanted her voice on this album specifically because he goes like i want the masses so like the youth and everyone that hears this album to basically be enchanted by the message of the song Mm -hmm. and he's like how can i do that how can i do that and he goes there's only one person that can do that (laughs) and that's how he came up with it yeah i remember he was saying how he was like he didn't think he was fit to say the lyrics that erica said like was singing he was just like i can't i can't say the saying like i don't feel like i am um not worthy enough but like experienced enough to be (laughs) 
to say that. So, but with her, it was like, you know, she has her own kingdom that like she's built. Like, of course she can say this to the masses, but like, I think he was basically like, I didn't think that I could say those words and it have like the same meaning. The same effect. Yeah, like the same effect, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it was nice. It was just nice. Again, it was an incredible way to start this album. And Mm -hmm. I love that he was just kind of saying like fuck this whole like perfect idol persona like i'm gonna live my life like how i want and which is like a a theme that we see throughout this album honestly just kind of like him saying i want to just do what i want and not worry about what other people are thinking or doing or anything Um, and that takes courage which is what it's what he took from that um so from his the painter that it inspired so like the the line about now you can feel my madness that he he sweat he changed from the original quote to make a rhyme but the original quote was a true beauty is a true sorrow right and like he took it from the painter that he like this whole song is based on about like feeling my madness and everything and he was talking about how he how this painter specifically inspired him so much because this painter comes from the war era in Korea and Mm -hmm. how he was just like, you know, he comes from a time that it was even more, like it was looked down upon even more to speak your truth and be honest with people and and live how you want to live. And he, he was just like, I can't even imagine having the strength to do that, especially at that time. So, yeah, it was very inspirational. Yeah, I think that's what makes, like, true authentic art, though, whether you're, like, an artist in the sense of, like, paintings or, like, physical art or, like, creative things or, like, um, music. Like, I think if you just kind of put, like, your real self behind it, people can feel that. Like, after a while, if you start making the same old, like, I'm just going to put this generic like perfect happy face forward type of like art after a while like your audience that you're like making this art for is gonna start feeling that they're gonna be like "Mm, this doesn't feel real this doesn't feel like it feels like that's like the artist is holding back so Mm -hmm. I really do like that quote about like the true beauty and art is like in the sorrow and the sadness and not necessarily like the literal sense of sadness but just kind of like the sense of like who you are so whether that is you being sad or you being upset or you being happy just like whatever you're feeling in that moment your art should reflect that and not always like this picture perfect like image of what you think people want to see because people really want to see your true self because that's when your best art happens so i really enjoyed this song i thought it was really pretty and i feel like it's one of those songs too that uh for each person it's gonna be different like it's gonna have a different meaning which kind of the whole album is that same Mm -hmm. retrospect Um, Mm -hmm. i was watching his v live and he said that he literally made the album to be that way that like it's gonna mean something different for every person Mm -hmm. like every person is gonna take this song differently and uh digest it differently i know like the first time i heard it and the first time i read the lyrics like it was one of those things where you like sat there i sat there for a while and i was like what is like what does he mean and i don't think that that's the way to look at it i think the way is to look at it is what do i feel when he's like saying this stuff i felt the same way because i was just like do i need to look deeper into this or do i (laughs) like do i take it literal 
and then I'm just like, okay, like I can just take it however I want. Like, yeah, literally, sure. whatever you want. Yeah, and exactly. I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about June's music in general is that I was watching his V Live when he was like, because I could listen to that man talk for literally years, even if he's speaking in Korean and I have no idea what he's saying. Um, <laughs> I was watching his V Live, and obviously the things that you know he speaks in English and in Korean because you know he's just that bitch. Um, so you know hey. when he was kind of putting it in retrospect, it was like you know you don't need to feel the same thing I felt when I made this you need to feel whatever you're feeling when you're listening to it and that was special because a lot of artists will be like oh no I was feeling like this this and this and this is why this happened and this was because of this heartbreak and this this and this and you know if you've been through that you can relate to it no artist (laughs) is ever really like oh well like if you feel like this relates to a certain moment in your life, then use it for that. Yeah. It's very beautiful. It's like, oh, it's like yeah. he's like creating, giving creative freedom to the fans. Exactly. Too. Like, yeah, just whatever you want. <laughs> he talked about that in an interview. He was like, you know, I feel as a musician, I learned long, long ago that no matter what the song means to me, as soon as I put it out, it's going to change meaning for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's why I fight it. That's beautiful. And I go, uh-huh, that's my king. Mm-hmm. All the theories, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the second track is one of my Ooh, favorites, so uh, which is Still Life with Anderson so Pack. And so another one, I love the vibe of this song, first of all. Like the whole idea of like art never really truly dying mm-hmm. and, and him kind of saying, how I took it is like, you know, I know there's a lyric. Okay, so there's a lyric on there that he's just like, give me no name because I'm untitled. My life is on constant display. And oh, yeah. I, yeah. And I was just like, dang, like you're like, he really is living like when you mm-hmm. can kind of see his whole life. But at the same time, you can't. Mm-hmm. But it's like, don't put a label on him because there's just too many sides to him, which mm-hmm. is true. We like, don't know that man. <laughs> yeah. Like we we've seen so many sides to him, even when with the change of his names throughout his mm-hmm. like career in BTS, mm-hmm. like you've seen him grow and change throughout those years. And and also it's kind of like you can't really trap him into one different into one specific thing because he's shown before that like he can just do multiple genres he can do different types of music he can evolve and and like change like a chameleon type of thing like Mm. he has a lot of interest and it's just things that like we there's sides to namjoon that we just don't know and we will never know and i think that with this it was kind of just him saying like no matter what like even when I'm gone I'm gonna be a legend and I'm gonna forever be remembered mm-hmm. because I myself am art and I was just like ah the way that I like he expressed this just saying like you know like I'm still life like he'll yes you're gonna be forever engraved like this music BTS's music his own music will forever be in history like you know 15 mm-hmm. years from now somebody's gonna bump into this album and be like yo like who's this guy and like mm-hmm. it will continue like I was born in the wrong people. era yeah, right, <laughs> right? Girl, girl. <laughs> it's gonna but it's gonna continue so that's what I took out of this it was just like you know art can can never truly die like when he explained that thing about how you can see a painting and that it's a painting of a flower that flower died hundreds of years ago but you are seeing it right now so like that flower did that flower even die really like no it didn't because you can still see its beauty and see it in there and i was like what how 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 are you 
how do you exist? But yeah, but I love this. I love the vibe of the song. The banter between him and <laughs> Anderson Pac is incredible. It's is such a fun song, but again, it like super deep lyrics and meaning. Mm-hmm. I also love that he chose Anderson for the collaboration for this type of song because if people who may not know Anderson's career he's been through a lot (laughs) he has been through so much in his career so it's kind of cool him choosing Anderson in the sense that I feel like this was like a coming out for Anderson in the sense that like he like lived in his car he like has like seven different bands before Silk Sonic even existed like Mm -hmm. he had solo projects he had this thing called No Worries like he has like so many things that he's done he's like a chameleon anderson so like and also it's cool to see him collaborate with korean artists because obviously he's half korean so like he's Mm -hmm. collaborated with people like dumbfounded and things like that and it's really like cool to see him kind of branch out into artists and like the korean market because i'm like yes go off king like and we know his wife was probably like dying when he found she found out about this yeah (laughs) so it's cool to see but there's so many things i love about this song specifically there's a verse where it's just anderson's like i guess it's like a humming or a a hem in the background and then it's just like this constant like doom doom with Namjoon's flow over it and I just thought it was like the coolest thing there was no like rhythmical like nothing there was no melody besides like the flow and it was crazy to hear because if you've listened to other like Anderson stuff it's something he does a lot where he has like this really crazy flow with like no real like instrumental at all it's just like him and like a beat and like it was super cool and I thought it was cool that he was adding those little nuances of Anderson's style into this song but also being very Namjoon because this is kind of the fun elements that like reminded me of this is the most BTS sounding song to me in the whole album yeah yeah so it was cool for him to kind of add those elements of like the fun side of BTS that he would usually do and put it on like a solo track so I really love this I love the collaboration between the two of them because like I fucking love Anderson. He's an amazing artist. So I was really excited to see this yeah. collab with him on the album. Yep, yep. And it's again like that banter, even in the music yeah. itself, when he's just like, hey, Pac, like, you know, love, well, shit, <laughs> uh-huh. shit's just gonna happen. You know like, you know, shit happens. Like, oh, bro, he cut so like, much yeah. in this. I loved it. <laughs> Piggybacking off of what Carolina said about how like art never dies, also kind of like the fact that they chose like still life paintings because like you said like art never dies because like I'm still life but I'm still moving as in like I'm still evolving so even like years from now like when Carolina says that one random kid that's gonna find this album and be like you know like oh my god like who is this artist like how we interpret it or how we took that album at face value like during this time period is gonna be different from that kid that discovers it 50 years ago and it's the same art that never dies but it's constantly evolving even though it's still it's gone like he's gone we're gone but like it's always going to still be changing and being like reinterpreted because like I don't know it's just not like like you as a person Mm -hmm. like how you were and your still life when you were five is not going to be how you are and your snapshot of your life when you're 25 and when you're Mm -hmm. 45 you're still you but like you're constantly like perceiving things in a different way and evolving and like adding to yourself and so that's what I took from that you know what okay how I took this song is kind of different because I took it as it's probably because I felt connected to it in a different way but again you know you interpret it however you want to interpret it but when I was like Mm -hmm. 
Oh, by the way, did, did you guys watch the music video? Because amazing. He looks great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He looks amazing. Anyway, um, so I watched the music video first with the lyrics, and then I was like, okay, let me go actually read the lyrics. So I took the song as being present. <laughs> which is something that I've been working on for myself and my own mental health issues. And all of his lyrics that he was saying, I'm still alive, but I'm moving, just live now, you know, going forward. And the entire song, I was just, I was just taking it as being in the moment. And this is going to be like a constant theme that I picked up on on another song too, which we'll talk about. But being present because the past is gone and the future is unknown. And like, I've heard that so many times. But now that I have been actually having to like, you know, figure out that, oh my God, guess what? You've been disassociating randomly because of like a fucking trauma response. And now that I'm just like, no, I gotta be present, right? <laughs> like me. Yep, yep, yep me actively working on that the last like however many months and me seeing and feeling the essence of what the song is for me anyway um just how important that is because yeah we're always either living in the past or thinking about the future but it's important to be here now <laughs> nice i didn't even think about that mm -hmm. like that at all so that's that's funny <laughs> Again, just how different you can listen to a song and just how different you see it, basically. But yeah, but I definitely think that this is more of the fun side. So I think like he started off this album as a very just like, quote unquote, like hopeful like type of uh music or more of just like the, you know, I'm trying to live for myself type of music like yeah you know with this type of lyrics and stuff but uh the next song on there is all day with tableau from epic high Ooh. and this again continues with that like theme of you know like a kind of fun song but like you have like the deep lyrics and uh that theme of living his own way without following like what other people want or like what society wants mm -hmm. and like this I've always wanted like a a tableau collab with one of uh, like well specifically with Namjoon like I've always <laughs> wanted this because I'm just like I think I've always thought that they would just piggyback off each other very well and and we saw that here definitely like you got the quirky lyrics and like the the smart lyrics from tableau and obviously from Namjoon too but like shout out to Bro. tableau because the way that he said they got you by your balls and your socioeconomics like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you didn't have to go that hard. You did not have to go that hard. But um, but yeah, like the back and forth between him and Tableau was just just wow. Like I I was so impressed with this. Mm -hmm. Oh, his reference to dynamite and DNA. That was yeah. so cute. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> that was so damn cute. But I, I also like that this was like a good criticism, I guess, on modern society. Like them looking at it just from an idol perspective or mm -hmm. just like, you know, whatever. They're kind of how people judge you yep. based on like your job, your education, what you do with your life and, and, and all that. Like mm -hmm. it, it's like you got to fight the norms basically to be yourself, which is that line where he's like, like when Tableau's like, we got to fight when they say behave. Like, we got dynamite in our DNA. Like, I was just like, bro. Yeah, like, it's like, you got to fight the norms. You got to fight for, like, what you want you to be yourself. Like, and fighting for, like, for something better. Like, I think that this song was, like, a very hopeful song. Like, that something better is coming your way. Or, like, wanting for tomorrow to be a better day for you. Mm -hmm. And 
again, just like seeing that side of Namjoon kind of like being like, listen, I, I know that I'm an idol yeah. and I know that people judge me because of that. But like, I am literally trying to just be my most authentic self mm-hmm. without being led astray because of the looks or like people talking shit. Basically. Yeah, I think, um, People listening to this, if y'all know nothing about me, I love Tableau. Listen, I've read all his books. I like, he's just, he's Tableau. He's like amazing. Like this, he's incredible, right? So (laughs) I love uh, the type of storyteller Tableau is where he's like funny. He's a funny, quirky storyteller. So like he takes all of his drama and and, like trauma of his past and turns it into humor, which is like, that's my shit, right? So he's that type of storyteller, whereas Namjoon is a feelings storyteller. So he takes his trauma and his things and he turns it into like something beautiful, whereas like Tableau turns it into humor. It's beautiful, but it's humor, right? So it was really cool <laughs> to see the two types of storytellers come together as far as like the lyrics went. And um, yeah, no, I'm just I'm obsessed with the song just because it's like two of my favorite people coming together for one song. Like it's it was kind of intense when I saw Tableau's name on the features. I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my god, this is it. Like this is the fucking moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> I was like, this is everything to me, you know? So two geniuses, because you know, Tableau, Stanford graduate, like the King of Kings, like intelligence. Yes. And Namjoon being the sexy brain man that he is. <sighs> it was just so great. It was amazing. It's a great song. Their flows went really well together. Tableau is a very unique rapper. Like his tone and his flow is very unique. So for me, some collaborations with Tableau do not work because he's just very like, I don't know how to explain his voice, but he's very present. Well, like his presence (laughs) is amazing. Like he's a genius, but like Tableau's voice is very specific. Like there's no one that sounds like Tableau, right? So to find people that match well with him is hard. Because listen, there's some epic high collaborations that I'm just like, this does not work because this person does not go with Tableau's voice. So when I heard, I was scared because I was like, God, what if like in my mind this whole time I was like, yes, Namjoon and Tableau would be great together. But when I hear it, I'm like, oh my God, I hate everything about this. Yeah, like I hate it. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That didn't happen, thank God, because I would be devastated. <laughs> I'd be actually devastated if that happened. I was like, I don't think Namjoon would let let that happen. I didn't, I, I didn't think it, but maybe I was trusting him too much. <laughs> am I? Do I have like the opposite of that, where I'm just like, it's gonna be great. Maybe what? I just am too trusting. <laughs> so yeah, I trust. I trusted them in the sense that I wanted it to work out, but I was fucking scared. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was like, if I hate this song, I'll be so sad. Mm-hmm. But I did not. And the lyrics, like you said, they're quirky. They're fun on Tableau's end. And then they're like beautiful, funny on Namjoon's end. And it was just, it worked out so well. I just, I'm so happy with the song. It's not my favorite song on the album. I can't lie. But it was a beautiful song. And also when he, uh, Sugar Sugar, that was my favorite. <laughs> I liked his lyric when he said, if you don't want to see my life, it's hard to watch it dream with your eyes open i go eh! her tell like so say it again say it again for the people in the back that didn't hear you <laughs> i also really liked um namjoon's lyric too when he said dreaming for garden to survive you've become a star too and there it is again like i brought it back instantly thought about being present again as in i'm just like damn for me that lyric meant hey girl you know getting out of survival like flight or fight mode is beautiful look at you who would have thought (laughs) (laughs) not me yeah that's my subconscious not me bitch (laughs) i just love this like type of music that 
you know, it's kind of like coming straight to uh like societal norms and like criticism and things like that. Like the the way that they don't like hide it or try to like go around the bush. Sure, they're just like, no, like this this is fucked up and mm-hmm. we're gonna say it. So I just I really appreciate it. Again, I think that this album, like Nam June was able to just show so many different other sides. And like I mentioned earlier, like will we ever see all of his sides? No, because like there's probably things that he wants to keep private and that's completely fine. But the the way how he described this being like different shades of indigo. Like you can hear it in every song. So it's it's fucking great at this point. It's a good song. I really really liked it. <laughs> no, I thought it was no, I thought it was fun and I agree with the like the first half of this album is like the more like upbeat fun but also educational side. It's kind of like schoolhouse rock. How like <laughs> you're having a lot of fun but you don't know that you're secretly learning about the constitution. Oh, the right. Yeah. So you're learning about the problems in the world. <laughs> But you had a lot of fun. The doing. best way to learn. Next song on the um on the album is Forgetful mm-hmm. with Kim Sol. And I just I think this is where kind of like the album starts to switch into like the more like deeper colors of indigo, I guess I'll say. We get more emo. So I think that this song I <laughs> I related so much to this song. <laughs> I think this is my favorite song. Like you for like you forgot the E, you write. <laughs> like it just like this song first of all beautiful melody like the the whistling in this is so soothing i think that's why i like it so much (laughs) you guys the libras love whistling i feel like it gave me a very nostalgic feel and and i feel like this is what nature feels like oh my god stop because i was just like i feel like i'm walking to the park on like a fall day (gasps) yes do you guys want to know something oh my gosh okay so this was the first song that he completed off this album and guess what he finished it in 2019 i was like what (laughs) anyway so he's he's been working on this since 2019 so yeah but he how he made the song is that he literally used like the table in his studio to make the sounds with him and like him and his friend and he made that sound that you guys are talking about as well not the whistling but like the sound he was using his jeans (laughs) like his what the fuck yeah to like and like stretch like stretch not stretch them out but it kind of like rubbed like the the it. sound of yeah like rubbing it together <laughs> yeah like you're walking type and of that's thing. how he used it because he he was like i really wanted the song to be organic i go wow <laughs> he's he's listening to lucy i just know it <laughs> hey good promo you know it sound great in this song if we rub some jeans together like <laughs> he should have just called me he didn't have to use his own jeans he could have just borrowed each other's jeans you're right come on next time we got you namjoon okay we got you but but yeah but i felt like i was like in nature like this is what what it felt like to be laying in the grass on a spring day like having just laying there like enjoying the breeze and shit and i was like okay but i think that then you read the lyrics and you're i felt so connected to this just because it's like like there's just so many thoughts always running in your head and Mm. like things that you were like oh shit i have to do this and this and this and this that you just like forget things like all the time like moments in your life it's like you leave a concert and then they are just they ask you like what songs they did and you look at them like i don't know no idea 
clue. No clue. <laughs> like, it's like you forget, like, important moments and important memories just because you're so worried and, like, stressed out about just, like, you know, like, little things throughout your day or your life. And I was just like, now why are you calling me out like this? Now I'm doing, how dare you? But then you make me feel like I'm just, you know, chilling at the park. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they can exist at the great. same time. <laughs> you're right, right? <laughs> I can be chaotic and beautiful all at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, you are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but this was good. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a very like rustic feel to the song and and the the, the vocal from um, Kim Saul like that was just top notch. Yeah. He also talked about how he like he was trying to find a way to translate the song correctly because it wasn't like the right texture of the Korean song. Uh, I mean, the Korean name, which was like forgetful. And so he's like, you know, I'm so forgetful that I forgot the E. And so <laughs> that's like as close to the meaning that he could get to it. But I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I go, same. Felt it. <laughs> Write the whole word wrong. <laughs> Fuck it. But I mean, it catches the meaning of the yeah. song though. Like, yeah, it does. It's cute. It's like you can fill in the word just by looking at it and know what he means. So yeah. it's like, you know, it works. Kat, you got anything to say? <laughs> I um I uh <laughs> I do not like this song. I oh, love this song. What? Uh, I mean that's that's fine. I mean that's fair, I guess. That's fair. Go ahead. Uh, lyrically very pretty. It's just I folk music is not my my thing. <laughs> oh my I god. Just, he loved that about the song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your girl is all about folk music. She went to school in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it was I very boring it. to me, like music wise, <sighs> like song wise. Yeah. Um yeah. Gasps in Spanish. The, for me the uh the uh the title is very true. <laughs> it's just yeah, not my not my cup, but like I can mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Like I get it. I know why he put it on the EP. I understand the flow of it in the album. Um the girl's voice is very beautiful. Like it was good in that sense but it's just i will not return to it and that's valid that's fine <laughs> it doesn't sound <laughs> fine but okay we're just like it's fine but we're like already having a meeting about how we can our left eye is twitching <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. personally but again i understand the beauty of the song i'm just not a folk girl like it's the same with like taylor swift's last few albums like it's just boring to me oh no she's no. oh no she's just boring yeah she's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> like the lumineers and like oh my god stop like that. but like, that's like high tempo folk music that's not like this kind of folk music this is like what? folk music this is like sad like slow folk music but again understand the beauty i understand why people like it i understand why it's a nice song for people for me i will not actively listen to it but i get it it's easy listening so i understand why people like Ew, it don't call it easy listening it <laughs> sound terrible we're out here just putting names now june's gonna listen to this like what the fuck i'm are sorry they june i love you king i love you king but this song just wasn't for me and i feel like nam june will respect me if i yeah of course he would he let us interpret this however we want so if we don't like it then too bad um well the next song on the album is closer this one was uh was with paul blanco and mahalia uh, again we're getting to the more the more vulnerable side of nam june showing kind of like the disappointment of like a failed relationship and how 
um, that's how I got it. Like kind of like a failed relationship and how it's not just like about a physical touch type of relationship. Like it could just be any type of relationship and how sad like you are after anything ends, like just wanting to get closer to somebody, but not being able to. And like, I just want to know, Namjoon, who broke your heart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the question that the whole world has. That was the, the that was the industry. most, <laughs> you're right. That was the most shocking part for me out of this whole album was not the song, but when he talked about possibly, we're not saying, you know, legally, in our opinion, we're not saying <laughs> he did, but he, did. he might have he had a toxic relationship that was what it was like shocking yeah i was like that situation ship was not good for him i know and i was like oh my god kim yam june you are mortal (laughs) (laughs) you are mortal you right right nobody is safe from the toxicas okay no one (laughs) (laughs) not even kim yam june he fell for it too he fell for it too oh Um, it's okay it gets to the best of us king and you're living proof of it when i first heard the song i was like oh this is nam june and his keshi era which i love because I love yeah 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 this is literally what it sounded it was like oh my god this is not doing his Keshi era and I love it I was like I love me some Keshi so I was like we love sad boy music yeah we love (laughs) sad boy music like the style is like a walking red flag as a man but like I loved it <laughs> I was like yes Yo. I love it but no it's so good I love the collaboration between the three of them I thought it was really cool I thought like mm. uh Paul Blacko's like voice was super dope in this yeah, yeah I agree um I liked it a lot and then I loved the um vocal stacking between Namjoon and Malia how like he would be rapping and she would have her like ad-libs in the background I thought it was really pretty but yeah we love a sad boy era song I loved it this this is my shit this sad boy r&b shit that like half the yep. like asian boys are doing right now i love it <laughs> it just depends on who's doing it but yeah but like, is that a dig at our man mark we <laughs> like mark's sad boy music <laughs> listen well, mark is sad just to be sad <laughs> yeah okay we love mark Twan in this house but you know sometimes the music was just not hitting i'll be more specific like the joji keshi sad boy genre <laughs> Okay, there you we go. Love that. The genre. genre. It's, it's a, a genre. <laughs> I also didn't expect for Nam June to have just so many like English in this album at all like this like I I don't know I thought that this man was gonna be like you know like no this is strictly Korean you're gonna have to learn Korean to understand <laughs> this so like I was I was ready I was like I'm ready to look for the you know the mm-hmm. the lyrics but he surprised me a lot with just being his bilingual self out I here like well yeah girl cause no one understands sad boy music better than like English speakers <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> why are we so sad all the time but he was just like I have to make the sure the capitalist system that's <laughs> oh my gosh he talked about that actually he threw shade a little bit about you know about breaking into the western <gasps> Ooh, industry tell me more. just a little bit about how he was like you know like when we first gained popularity in america and in the western world and i i was grateful and then i started to think you know i'm korean though <laughs> and i was like okay what does that mean <clears throat> but he was saying that he wanted to make this album specifically in English and Korean with artists from both sides and all that because he was like, you know, I'm proud of my heritage and I'm proud of being Korean and living in Korea and being in my home country. But 
I also grew up with Western artists and I have always had heavy influences from them. So instead of being one or the other, I wanted to basically, you know, pay homage to both. Well, we see that because, I mean, this whole album, even with the features and everything, like mm-hmm. he made sure to like give emphasis to yeah. to that. But um, again, Namjoon, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Drop telling you when the world it is is looking Drop a pin. at Drop this, a pin. Let me know. They are searching, okay? They are looking which brings us to the next song, which is Change Part 2 and baby, <laughs> this is the one that I'm just like who broke up with you? Because we fighting. We fight who messed us up? With with the Kim Nam June, but and I'm just like you know I don't know him, Carolina, calm down. You don't know what the hell. <laughs> like. But still, no, I agree with that statement. And also, it hits different as well. Okay, it hits different when I found out that he recorded the melody drunk. Oh yeah, he, he was drunk as shit. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, I just showed up to my friend's house and I was like, hey, I have the melody, and then he recorded it, and then he tried to re-record it sober and. He was like, you know, it was just, it was just not fitting. It just couldn't go with it. So yep. I just kept a drunk take. I go, I love that. Which means you were up in your feels. You were. He was, he Ooh, was yeah. definitely his feels. You could tell he was drunk. This song made me yep. feel like I was drunk. I was giving me a headache. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Yo, no, it was funny though. Cause like he, he did like a station head thing and he was just like, everybody should be a DJ at least once. This is so cool. Like I was just like, you are so dumb. But anyways, <laughs> but in that, in there, he was talking about that, how he was like just drunk recording yep. this. And he was just like, you can hear it too. Like, listen to this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> making fun of himself and it was the funniest thing it was it was just great again but this song basically things change people change everything changes okay like just every day he said you was a fake ass bitch <laughs> and you like the same girl or guy we're not gonna discriminate that i fell in love with and you're like okay it's time to go like no i'm in a column i'm in a column and you're like no it's time to go like you're drunk i'm in drunk give me that like, though <laughs> That was song. <laughs> when I was listening to it, translation by Terika. It reminded me of like <laughs> if there was like a scene in Euphoria where someone's drunk and they just broke up and they're like smashing shit. I feel like this would be a yep. song that's yeah. in the background where it's like this yep. motherfucker, fuck that bitch, and he's like smashing Things change TVs people change like, everything change. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like crying in the bathroom, smashing the windows, shower, and he's like flashing the tires. Yeah, like sober, <laughs> like fully clothed in the shower, crying, like screaming. But like this is definitely screams. like a Cassie scene. This is a Cassie moment. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even watch it for you, and I agree. So that's what it was like for me personally <laughs> like i was like i could envision a movie scene i was like oh my god i love though that in the middle of this all he still managed to be like you know fuck my interviews from years ago like i'm a whole different person from that like i'm not like that anymore and i'm just like i love that he said that because i do know that a lot of people come for him just yeah. for like past shit that he said and i'm just like, like remember when you said that when you were 10 when you yeah. were 15 <laughs> like bitch you didn't say stupid shit when you were 15 <laughs> Bitch, could you imagine, like, she brought it up in a fight when she was like, yeah, well, in that one interview, you said women weren't shit. He was like, that was in 2012. You know what's sensitive about that? Hey, shit, I was talking about you specifically, not just women. <laughs> you t- 
Hello, Terrica. <laughs> like, damn, yo, I was just dying. I was like, damn, he really was truly in his field. He even said, you know, why y'all bringing that shit back? <laughs> Leave that shit behind. He's drunk, girl. He was just going off. For real? That's what I feel like when people are saying all, about all the time where they're like, yeah, that's an amazing, insightful, like, lyric by him. And he makes amazing music. But I just know that he's a bad person. Maybe he should have put forgetful after this one. So that yeah. was <laughs> Like, remember that time when you got drunk and you were like, people change. We all change. And it's like, no, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, God. I What's forget on? things. <laughs> What's up? I don't know that song. So many things were happening that night. I don't remember anything. Oh, wow. It's so funny to just think about Nam June drunk, like, at his friend's house. Like, bro, this fucking bitch. This fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, turn that track on. I need to. I need to speak my truth, bro. I, I need to that. speak my truth. At least it's not a cipher. Uh, <laughs> I wish. I really hope somewhere the friend recorded it, like filmed it, like to see him, like trying to, like <laughs> one day, yeah, like stumbling around, like, look, I got this. Really, like, I got it. I got it. And the friend's like, um, it's two thirty in the morning. What are you? Why are you? <laughs> He's like, bro, it's like a Sunday night. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I uh, unlike you, hours. unlike you, I'm not an idol and I have a nine to five. So right? fuck I you. <laughs> for work in a few hours. Like, can you not? It was just funny seeing the reaction of people like reading the lyrics to this or while well, listening to the song and stopping it and just being like, damn, who broke yeah. up with you? Bro, that was literally me. Like, I had to stop it multiple times because that was like, oh shit. Like, I was just living for the moment because you know we've mentioned you know they're private people and i completely respect that because the world doesn't so anytime that they give us insight on on life no specifically tea i live for it i know but i'm just like i want the full tea now and i'm never gonna get it i'm upset (laughs) like like why i want to know things yeah me too i just want to know that's it i just want to know just to know so he did also the he posted that video from the New York um, Art Museum place. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of it. And it was like the different songs and different spaces in that museum. And for this song, the place that he was in, it was fucking perfect. It was like, you know, this like dark space. You could only see like his silhouette most of the time. And I like Beautiful. the way that he implemented art with this album like beautiful beautiful literally. he did his Beyonce era he's like here's my visual album yes <laughs> you're welcome yeah. <laughs> he did say that he's like releasing more and more of things that he's been working on for a while for that album so I'm so excited to see the rest because what he's put out so far I love and even like the I saw an unboxing of the album and the the way the girl was just like yo like the pictures are textured like they're different texture and everything like if it was like actual art like different like methods of art and shit and I'm like this man went all out um next song in the album we're gonna get even more uh sad emo hours lonely I love this song yeah me too <laughs> I did too like I'm sorry uh, that like, shit I hurt think. listening to it though but like yeah, I yeah. feel it okay it was relatable cause when he said somebody loved me I said damn bitch you didn't gotta do that you didn't gotta do it to him like that <laughs> but he did it he did it but I also took this just literally like literally as him obviously like being lonely and like the loneliness that comes with being an idol like he's yeah. not the only one that has said it before and not even just an idol just an like an artist in general like he's not the only one that has said it but like the fact that you're like stuck in a hotel like you really can't go anywhere because you know maybe you have crazy people outside like you're just stuck by yourself with your own thoughts like you know it can just go wrong very quickly yeah 
But this is the one where he said that that's how he got into going to art museums, right? Because he hated being in the hotels. So he would just like try to avoid them as much as possible. So instead of spending like his free time in the hotel, he would like just go around to like art museums and stuff like that. And that's how he really got into like going to different museums and arts and doing his little art tour and stuff like that, which is funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he wrote this in a hotel and then talked about how much he hated hotels. And that's (laughs) how he did his like, I'm going to start walking around art museums. Which I think is, like, funny if you think about the concept of hotels. Like, for him, like, he hates them. Like, because he's, like, traveling everywhere. And, like, it's just kind of, like, I think it kind of represents, yeah, being, like, trapped in that box. Like, you can't go anywhere because there's people outside. But then for other people like me, like, hotels represent freedom. So, like, when I go to a hotel, I'm not, like, trying to escape it. Like, I'm just, like, wow, like, this, I can relax here. I can, like, hang out with my friends here. I can do the things that I can't do, like, normally Mm -hmm. at home. So I just thought that was, like, a cool contrast, like, different life perspective because like you would think that's that for true him, yeah i think for me too it was like the the way that he was talking about like that he hates all the cities that he goes to mm-hmm. because he just wants to go back home mm-hmm. like and it just made me think that way too because like we love traveling and we love going to places but if you mm-hmm. think about it like they can't really go and like mind their business down the street so like it could be dangerous and scary for them but for other people like we're just like no like let's travel and like go let's go explore and like do all this but mm-hmm. for them they they can't do that as freely as we regular people could you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the beginning of this song uh reminded me of that uh that somebody that you used to i was like did i skip something yeah just change albums completely bro he was like talk for me like what i took this as it was oh my god i love it what i took from this song was that the what ifs don't matter and when he's like you did your best i go june don't make me cry right now don't make me cry and like not looking back enjoying the ride that's life right and like that's just how i was taking this entire song and the ep as well because the ep (laughs) the album (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's again just what i i've i am connecting to his music from everything that i've been trying to learn and being able to see his perspective of things and connecting to it in my own way is beautiful because i am not anywhere near to the same level of him or same interests or same you know completely Mm -hmm. different people of course but being able to relate to him and his story and also being able to see how his mindset has changed because yeah like his previous works were mixtapes and he was he started really angry because rightfully so he was angry he was trying to prove himself and then it turned into sadness because he didn't know about himself right and now here he is where he's just like you know what like yeah i'm sad yeah a bitch broke my heart but guess what i'm here (laughs) and i'm gonna live my truth we move yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna do me yeah just beautiful to see his journey in all aspects like his career his mental health his fashion (laughs) well you know you mentioning that brings us to the next song which is hectic which is with cold now this is my favorite song on the album and i I mean if you guys have heard the podcast before y'all know that i love cold i love that man i love his music so the the moment i saw this featuring cold i said oh that song's gonna be my favorite and i manifested that shit (laughs) she was right (laughs) yeah i was right not only that but you got the little you got the house vibes with this song Mm -hmm. i was like yes 
yes, you got cold, you got RM. I was like, this is my brand everywhere. <laughs> also, it doesn't help that, again, very connected to this song. He's basically saying like the hectic times and days, like yeah. I need a reason to continue the madness. Like, and I was just like, my life, my <laughs> life. Thank you. Every day there's, it's hectic. Every day there's something. And um, you kind of feel like, I felt that with the repetition in the song mm-hmm. and how maybe sometimes everything being so hectic like but it's so mundane like it becomes so mundane that you're like just low-key over it and you're just like yes everything's crazy but it's like the same shit every day so i'm bored of it and i was like okay i completely get it so that's how i interpreted it the song i mean i know that they were saying about getting drunk and like over and over again and like you know you say you won't do it but you still do it just to feel something and i'm just like yeah I understand. I do it just by procrastinating sleeping because I, you know, I'm like rebelling against my schedule, which, you know, what the fuck. But (laughs) yeah, procrastination. Like, why would I sleep when I can watch Chang Bin compilations? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Revenge, uh, revenge, procrastination. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) It's so bad. I agree. I uh, literally was holding my breath waiting for cold to start because every time I hear his voice, like it instant chills everywhere. So like when the song started, I I was like ooh, 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 and then like his voice came on and i was like, ah, ah. <laughs> like it's so good it's, oh so, good. God, it's, it's so, so good it's so good yeah i'm pretty much piggyback off of everything carolina said i felt like the vibe was very um yeah like my life is hectic like shit's going down and the way that i feel like i have control is by using a substance that i probably shouldn't use as much as i do but i do because it's the only way i feel any joy yeah i was like wow (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was it's a good fucking song though like thank god it's not in english because i felt like if i would (laughs) hear the lyrics in english i wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much as i do so when it's in korean i'm just like oh yeah (laughs) right (laughs) pretend i did not read the lyrics exactly Pretend I have no, no idea what this song is about. Um, I am vibing. <laughs> Purely for the vibes. Purely here for the vibes, exactly. But it's a great song. Him and Cold work really well together. I was also afraid for this collaboration just because I didn't know how it would sound. Damn cat, you were scared the whole time. <laughs> for the collabs. I'm always scared. I'm always scared when it comes to like, collabs. Okay. <laughs> collaborations scare me especially with artists that i enjoy on both sides because if i hate the song what who am i what like what has my life been up to this point <laughs> a whole lie your life's like, a lie exactly my life's a whole lie life. like jeez <laughs> anyway but yeah it was a great song i love the song a lot i like that now we're picking it back up you know like he's he's just like all right we went through the sadness but we're going through the motions now we're getting a little bit more crazy um up in this album um so brighter yeah, yeah indigo colors right <laughs> but yeah i love cold got love rm this is great okay my my fave let's go um Ooh, after she this, said let's go yeah that's my damn song i love it after this song is wildflower which we did talk about in our last episode so if you guys uh, it will be linked down in the description below you can listen there to our thoughts on what we thought about wildflower i have more thoughts we have more thoughts about wildflower and we will be discussing them now but you want to hear more about what we thought at, at, at first like the album had just come out and we literally recorded that same night so if you want to hear our fresh it. oh i have no more thoughts but I, i'm, ha- <laughs> I'm excited to hear cynthia's other thoughts 
<laughs> if you want to hear, yeah, most of our thoughts, just listen to last week's episode. Trust me, like we went in on that. <laughs> but Cynthia, what, what else you got to say about Wallflower though? So my thoughts are that I woke up at 7 a.m. And I know I mentioned this, but I woke up at 7 a.m. Happy as fuck because we got a Namjoon album and then we got a music video and I hit play on the big screen, bitch. I casted that on the TV and I go, okay, here we fucking go. And then I was in the poodle, poodle. <laughs> I was in the puddle nice. of my own tears. Like I was like in fetal position for hours after because I was like, ah, I love him so much and the sadness. And I, I feel the moment that it hit me specifically was when he was like on that stage and um yes. you know, and you hear the chanting and the uh and I'm just like, oh my god. Like, what they say about BTS concerts, it's true. If you have not seen them, they do make you feel alive and make you be like, wow, this is what life is about each time. And that's coming from me and Terika. okay? We ha- we saw Seesaw the same set six times back to back. <laughs> slapped each time. Bring it back. Yep. When you say it out loud, it's just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and we do it again, too. There- <laughs> and just like oh seeing that and then him saying i'll be back oh i think that's probably when it hit me sadness that's all i just wanted to mention how sad i am that i miss them (laughs) i miss them so Um, i would like to mention that this is my favorite song on the album so i mean he picked a good title track (laughs) honestly i said it in the last week episode but the way that this song builds you up bro like you Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. like ready to fight like you're ready to climb a mountain like (laughs) yeah it's inspirational but sad yeah it literally is that it's the climb (laughs) i uh thought like after i you know listened to it a bunch of times that it would not give me chills every time that woman sang but it still does every time (laughs) so it's like this much this must trigger something in me so (laughs) (laughs) and you're like i'll figure it out eventually what it is one day i'll figure it out but now i'm just gonna enjoy it now namjoon is a genius and he wraps up this album in the (laughs) best with the best damn song called number two with uh park jiyoon wow and exactly just wow so good the wow this was a beautiful way to end this album, a very hopeful way to end this album, and a just very inspiring way to end the album. Like, it's just no looking back. Don't look back anymore. And Fuck that shit. Like, yeah, like, you've, you've done your best. Like, don't Stop. don't look back. I'm a like, don't regret what you've done. And basically, like, don't... No regrets. Not yeah, like, letter. don't judge yourself for, for what you did. Like, no matter what your past mistakes were keep going like you and, and oh bro when he was just like you know like you will protect yourself now when the the park Yoon was like you will protect yourself now like <laughs> don't mistreat yourself like you did before and i was like damn damn now june how dare you write these <laughs> how dare you oh my god i love him and i love all of these songs i just thought this was a perfect way to end it like it's he's just like it's okay to let go of all those hurtful things like in your past and to keep mm-hmm. moving and keep growing and i mean like mm-hmm. we see it with him we see it yeah. in this album throughout again his career and it's kind of like how i think in that it was in that v live when he stopped at the end and he was just like i'm proud of you and i was like you, you can't just say that <laughs> i was Stop like that's i have that. issues <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you know what? It's it's crazy to think how... Well, it's beautiful to think, actually. For him and for all of BTS, really, 
I can't even begin to imagine the amount of pressure that they have been under for like however many years and to not only not let that consume you and and it has consumed them for like bits and periods and like I'm sure that they are you know going through things that they don't let on but it could have been so easy for them to just be like fuck this shit like fail or like completely take a 180 how many times have we seen that in like you know like child stars or whatever we've seen it happen to so many people where they lose sight of themselves and go in like the complete opposite direction to rebel against all of these feelings right and Mm -hmm. for him and all of the members as well for them to be like you know what nah we ain't doing that shit and so facing yourself is super hard and Facing themselves under a microscope, the strength. I respect that. I, I admire that. Mm-hmm. No, this song got me emo. First of all, like, it's just so pretty to listen. And, and you mm-hmm. think like, oh, the lyrics ain't gonna hurt me. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a total lie. That's how lie. they get you. <laughs> yeah, but no, but like that, even even to the point of how this, this song ends, like the way that they're both singing, like, don't look back no more. And then it's just like her voice fading. And it's just Namjoon being like, don't look back no more. Like... Or whatever. Oh my god. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I just let. I, again, I think this wraps it up pretty nicely. Just because, again, it's kind of like that saying, like I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. But it also shows kind of like that that no matter what happens, Namjoon said that he, you know, like I'll be forever me. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like telling mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. like remember to always stay true to yourself. And again, it ties back to the beginning of the album when we were saying, well, when I was saying about how this album has a lot of topics of just trying to be yourself in a society that 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 wants everybody to conform Mm -hmm. so fuck society (laughs) (laughs) that's the underlying um message of this album and you've done your best (laughs) yeah you've done your best you should be proud of yourself that's that's how he ends it so he makes you cry (gasps) and then the album restarts and you're just like yeah Yeah. (laughs) i okay when i first heard this album obviously you gotta start it from front and back right because you gotta you got they did this for a reason so you gotta see the vision you gotta hear the vision and then after that i was like all right shuffle time why a roller coaster (laughs) i can't shuffle i literally been listening to this album just like i put on repeat but it's just like in order i think that's smarter (laughs) though because that at least that makes more sense this one is like maybe like a boomerang or something (laughs) right you don't know what you're gonna feel to end this um album i wanted to bring up what he said how he sees this is kind of like adele he said that about how his past mixtapes that he was you know embarrassed by some of the songs for whatever reason and now he's trying to think of it you know like that was like my first mixtape that was when I was like super young and then mono was about you know finding myself and being sad and and like now this album he wants it to be about his 20s basically because he want he said that he wants to leave the songs at 26 for like this album specifically and now he's like you know i'm just excited you know what comment i read though somebody was just like is it in this song that he said like it's i don't think it's in this song but in one of the songs he said he mentions like oh i'm 26 mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and one of the mm-hmm. comments was just like it's so surreal listening to this and knowing that i'm 26 
So when I go back to listen to this album, it's like me saying, going back to like, damn, like I'm 26. And I was just like, I mean, I can't relate to that right now. I mean, I can because I'm 26. Yeah, I'm 26. <laughs> it's because I'm 23, Terika. So like, I can't really oh, say okay. anything. Well, when so, you get to you 26, know, you'll understand. Yeah, you'll understand exactly. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> but it was just so nice to think, you know, like, and we said, we've said this before, like being at the same age as your favorite, mm-hmm. like artist, it, you know, it, it doesn't have it's to be BTS. It could be any other group. Yeah. Like, but being at the same age that you're kind of like going through, obviously very different lives, but <laughs> at the same time, you're you kind of going through, yes, like you, you relate, like you're kind of thinking like the same thought process. So mm-hmm. it was just, it's nice to have that like connection. You have the same existential crises. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at the same exactly. time, at different levels. Yeah. Yeah. exactly but that's so what it's i crazy. love being able to go through this life and obviously i'm sad as fuck that you know it's gonna be a while until we see them bts together again mm-hmm. but that's fine i'm really really thankful that i and all of us have gotten to experience this entire like their rise and with themselves and in fame <laughs> And like being able to live through that and go through that together, together in a way, I'm really thankful that the last time that, well, like me and Terika saw them together was um, in Vegas. And I was thinking like, damn, that was literally right before me and Terika like started um, like a new phase in our life. Right. And so to me, I just thought that was like a, like a beautiful, like, Hey, I'll see you guys later. Cause they're about to go into the military and go into a new phase of their life. So it's like, we'll, we'll, we'll catch each other in like a couple years and see like how it went, you know, we'll catch up. <laughs> At our high school reunion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, because I know that he said, like, in that, uh, he did that show with, with Yoongi, and he was oh, yeah. mentioning how when they get back, it's, like, the 10th anniversary of the best, the most beautiful time in life, and, like, that's I'm when, ready. obviously, that's how when they start, they blew up and everything, yeah. and I was like, oh, damn, they're gonna, go. they gonna do some Bro, shit, I just know it. The fear in Yoongi's eyes, where he was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, God, the staff is listening. <laughs> I really hope they keep that I'm grown energy and cap the shows at 21 and up. Period. Because... Yeah. But yeah. Any last thoughts on Indigo um, by I mean, Namjoon? Not thoughts, but a, a statement. If if Namjoon ever listens to this, which I mean, you know, you never know. Um, but right. as someone, all of us who've kind of like watched his artistry grow and watched him grow as an individual it's amazing to be able to immerse yourself in a piece of art right so I think for me personally it's been a privilege to be a fan of his in terms of watching his growth as not only an artist but an individual and I think this kind of album solidified it whether you love the album or not and there's so many people that dislike BTS for whatever reasons they may have right which are ridiculous to me because an artist is an artist stop projecting your own shit but it's also valid (laughs) there's some people that don't like him because of their music they don't vibe with it and that's fine yeah which is valid yeah yeah that's fine just hating them because is you know i i've seen so many people be like oh i like bts's music but it's bts so like (laughs) what's the problem here (laughs) what's the problem here um but yeah but as a fan that's been able to watch his growth and grow as a person along with him it's been like i said a privilege to kind of witness the birth of this incredible artist and his artistry um and so 
though there's some songs I may not like of Nam June's that he's done in the past or even with this album it's incredible to see what he's done and kind of be there along with him in life to witness it because like you said there's gonna be a kid like 20 years from now who's gonna like be going through their mom's like old CDs like trying to find something edgy (laughs) with their friends in high school to listen to and they're gonna come across this EP or this album and they're gonna be like well what's this who is this guy who is our like rm he's so cool and like a new generation (laughs) of kids are gonna listen to this and a new generation of kids are gonna have bts t-shirts that are all ripped up and called vintage and (laughs) it's really cool to be able to witness his growth as a member of bts and his growth as just like kim nam june as a human and everything he does he he 100 knows the effect it's going to have on the people around him and i think to be an artist that transcend is super hard and i think he's mm-hmm. done it with class and with grace and i really appreciate the person he is so yeah i really love that man i really love this album and i hope that whatever he does next because he was already like yeah i'm already working on myself I'm like, oh, jesus christ it's like dude come down let, let um, me let me process this first um so <laughs> <Right>? i hope <laughs> the bitch that broke his heart gets run over by a bus and that uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. also i hope the he friend made beautiful art out of it so yeah, okay. it's like she inspired a good song um so <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have to say. Good job, Nam June. It's a great album. We love you. Yay. Yay. I also want to say, like, even if you guys, if you're listening to this, it's probably because you enjoy BTS and and, and you enjoy this album. But if, if you are listening to this because you were curious about what other people might think about the album, I just think that this is a beautiful work of art. And, and I feel like we, we said it in, I think, in the last episode. I think Kat mentioned it. But if you go in and listen to this album without a bias about anything you would see that it is a beautiful work of art like it is beautiful music beautiful lyrics great messaging and I think it shows just how much growth Namjoon has gone through I mentioned also in our last week episode how he might not be your favorite person because of xyz reason but again I think that this work of music is such an incredible album it's written beautifully it flows beautifully and i think it i don't know if it's just because we are also in that whole like this is my 20s like this is the last of my 20s that i'm writing this for like in that same era that we relate to it but it's just again if you just go in blind and and with no expectations you'll find that i think you would enjoy this album a lot yeah and if he's not your favorite person that's cool but he is mine so <laughs> well those were our thoughts on indigo everybody yeah, an hour and a half later Damn, not me not me manifesting an hour and a half um so whether you are listening to indigo on repeat whether you spend every day of your life manifesting an interview with nam june please come on love that just one every day of my life i just want to talk to him just please i just want him to like sing me a bedtime song or like he would do great in this podcast he would be amazing he will be he will yep. be one day so whether you are a namjoon stan whether you are an army whether you don't like bts or namjoon that's fine and you just really like the album that's awesome make sure you always always finger along